I think it was really important to hear the entirety of the regulatory environment for companies that want to operate in the United States, whether they be U.S. companies or whether they be companies from abroad that want to have access to the U.S. market, arguably the largest market in the world. Hey, Space Watchers. This is Space Cafe Radio, your channel about trends, great people and awesome events. In this Space Cafe Radio, I will talk with Kevin O'Connell, one of the lecturers of the Space Regulatory Bootcamp that took place at Q Station in Albuquerque, New Mexico in February of 2023. He also just released the first episode of the Space Economy Insights podcast together with our Dr. Emma Gatti. Kevin lectured at the Space Regulatory Bootcamp and I asked him for his review. But I also called Tom Segert, CEO of Berlin Space Tech, one of the participants for his recap and to give it a European perspective. I'm Thorsten, publisher of Spacewatch.global. Enjoy this conversation. Kevin, a great pleasure talking to you about this very unique event, the Space Regulatory Bootcamp. What is it and how did you get involved? Hi, Thorsten. It's great to be back with you here. And it was a very exciting and interesting event. The Space Regulatory Bootcamp was actually sponsored by our Air Force Research Lab and run by the Association of Commercial Space Professionals. I actually sit on their advisory board. And what it was really designed to be was a two-and-a-half-day boot camp for a whole variety of people to understand the different regulations that are affiliated with starting a space company in the United States. And so it was interesting to see not only folks from the United States ecosystem of entrepreneurs, but also from around the world. Did you just target the entrepreneurs and who did participate at the end? Well, no, it was really targeting anybody that was interested in the topic. On the one hand, it was focused on people who are starting space companies, but that could include their attorneys. It could include their investors. It could include attorneys who want to get into the space business, investors that want to understand the space business better, government regulators who themselves might want to understand deeper what you know the rest of the regulatory environment looks like. Very intense two and a half days discussion with a whole variety of people. That's very interesting. I had the chance to call one of the participants directly from overseas to get his opinion. I called Tom Segert, the CEO of Berlin Space Tech, a small satellite manufacturer based here in Berlin in Germany. And I asked him, what have been your expectations to come all the way to the event? And that's what he told us. My expectation to come all the way from Berlin, Germany to Albuquerque, New Mexico? Well, first of all, Albuquerque is a great place for space nerds and entrepreneurs alike. You know, my company has formed a subsidiary for the US market called BST North America, which is not incidentally located here. So really, for me, that's two birds with one stone. First, I'm able to get a bird's eye view on the US space regulatory aspects, be it export control, frequency, or operation licensing. And second, I am able to meet up with our US team and get to know in person our key advisors, who are both in the Q-Station Accelerator, as well as lecturers from the bootcamp. So while my case is special, would I have come out only for the bootcamp? Absolutely. In fact, I would have, as I registered for the bootcamp before the selection for the Q-Station cohort 2023 was announced. I tell you why. The United States space legislation is sometimes subtly and in other cases very different from EU 
and German law. For any space company that wants to establish their presence in the US, who wants to offer products and services here, it is of utmost important to do everything by the book. That is, of course, considering the potential damages and legal repercussions that could follow from not doing so. He fulfilled all what you thought about, it sounds to me. How does it sound to you? Yeah, I think he hit it right on the head. The things he was able to accomplish, I think, certainly were unique for his company, but they were also unique for a lot of other participants. I think it was really important to hear the entirety of the regulatory environment for companies that want to operate in the United States, whether they be U.S. companies or whether they be companies from abroad that want to have access to the U.S. market, arguably the largest market in the world. And so I think Tom hit it right on the head and clearly used his time very valuably during those few days. Can you tell us more about the content of the workshop on the speakers? Why that matter, besides having a tool to access this market, obviously? Well, I think it was a wide range of speakers that had expertise in different areas. You know, for example, I've been working on remote sensing licensing issues for almost 30 years at this point. So I had the privilege of briefing the NOAA licensing regime which is actually a good news regulatory story. NOAA has actually gotten the, the days to license down to a very small number relative to where it was a few years ago, partly because of the regulatory reforms we implemented when I was at the Commerce Department. But folks like myself in that role, speaking about licensing for launch, licensing for spectrum, but also a wider range of issues, export controls, CFIUS, the legislation on foreign investment in the United States. But even beyond that, looking at both business formation, financial regulations for a space startup. These are many things that space businesses don't think about. In fact, for one of the teasers for the event, I did an interview. And what I said was when companies start up, the founders typically focus first and foremost on their technology. How are they going to build their technology roadmap? They focus on the business because they have to fund the business. And they often leave the regulatory pieces till the very end. And that's a huge mistake. You have to work them in parallel. Those are not common themes for many space founders. They're very different kinds of issues. They're legal issues. They're policy issues, regulatory issues. And so the temptation is to just wait as long as you can to deal with them. And that's a big mistake because some of those processes, if not done correctly, can actually take a very long time. We're living in a world where there are both supply chain worries and other concerns that can actually change the nature of the technology as a company's project develops. And so very important to deal with those regulatory, right, regulatory issues right up front. What was the feedback you got from the participants while there? Did you get any? So I think we had a continuous slate of feedback from the participants on, A, the questions that they still had. You know, it was an ample amount of question and answer period following each of the sessions. And so a lot of companies got up and asked very specific questions related to their project, to their program, to their company. So that was one form of feedback. But overall, the feedback that, that I received personally was it was an exceptionally concentrated way to look at a whole variety of issues that have to be dealt with for a small business startup. I asked Tom also about his highlights. And before we're coming to your highlights, I will play what he told me. This year's highlight for the Space Regulatory Bootcamp. Well, that's a tough one. I mean, every day had their specials. On the first days, we spent the majority of the time in discussions about frequency licenses and spectrum management. That said, 
for me stood out information and business formation in the United States, LLC or C-Corp, from incorporation to taxation. In many aspects, that's quite different from Germany's ubiquitous GmbH. Therefore, eye-opening and very helpful. On the second day, we covered FAA, FAA launch licenses and NOAA licenses. In addition, I was able to refresh my knowledge on export controls. And what makes US law so special? Deemed export anyone? Many who have first had contact with this topic would probably choose this as their highlight. But really what stood out for me on these days lectures was cybersecurity. I'd say I pride myself that BST is already quite good in this regard. But after listening to the various attack vectors and back practices, well, I have to admit, there are still some blind spots which we are now addressing that I'm back in Germany. Hardest to decide about the top spot is the third day. It's really tough. Fundraising and other ways to get money, including potential pitfalls, especially in regards to non-US investment, very important for any entrepreneur. On the other hand, and at least equally important, it is how to do business, how to pitch to such an important customer as the US government, and what forms of support they can offer, SBIR, STDR. So yeah, it's very difficult to pick the winner across all these three days. But if you phrase the questions a little differently, what was the most fun? and what gave it the most practical application, then I would say something that stood out a little outside of the lectures one hands down. I speak, obviously, about the Meet the Regulator war games. Here, each of us took a role of a key player in a hearing to obtain a NOAA operation license. We had the Vice President, the Secretaries of State, Defense and Commerce, as well representatives of, of the press, all trying to judge the applicant. An entrepreneur with enthusiasm, great political connection, but somewhat a few skeletons in the closet. He was trying to convince all of the above to grant him a NOAA license, ideally free of any requirements. You may have guessed it. My hand was up when we were asked who wanted to play that entrepreneur. And boy, was I grilled over the next 30 minutes. The press and the defense were on my heels and I felt that only commerce was truly on my side. But all the effort paid out. In the end, the vice president brought it to a happy conclusion. Well, I was provided a tier license free of additional limitations. So when we look back in a few years to the 2023 Space Regulatory Bootcamp, I believe that this war games meet the regulator will stand out in our memories. That's not difficult to explain. It made it easy to understand the motivation behind each actor, how the different institutions work together to the benefit of the nation and for all mankind. So, do you say content? What is your view on it? So, on the overall content, I thought the content was exceptional. I, I learned a lot myself about different aspects of regulation that I needed a little bit of refreshing on. In terms of the war game, the war game is probably a, a little bit overstated as to what it was. It's an exercise that I had developed, which was really to show people that there are hard choices that are made on the other side of the fence. You know, we, we like to... Uh, demonize regulators at times. And I wanted people to have a perspective on how they have to make difficult choices at time. And so what we did was we put them into an elevated cabinet level discussion in the United States where they got to quickly play roles of the Secretary of State and the Secretary of Commerce. And as Tom said, even the entrepreneur and artificially in the room, the press and other people. And we added some extra complexities around it. 
But you do see why there are hard decisions that have to be made. We made some injects in the exercise that made the situation much harder. But what I was pleased with was everybody was an active participant. These are unfamiliar roles for many people, but in the best of spirit, they took on those roles. They argued those positions mightily. And I think everybody saw that, indeed, there are hard choices that are made on the government side on the part of the regulators through this little exercise that we ran. It sounds like Tom had fun, and I've heard from others that they enjoyed it as well. But what have been your highlights? I think the highlights were, for me personally, was seeing the many different companies that are talking about coming into the market or planning to come into the market. And I think the extent to which they're serious about these topics means they'll have a much better chance of success because they're paying attention to them. So the group was great. They worked together. You know, they had asked very good questions of the experts. As I said, they played very well in the exercise. Everybody took on the roles that we asked them to take on. So I think it was an exceptional event over the course of those few days and was really delighted to participate. And I hope we'll get to participate again in the future. It sounds so. Where else can entrepreneurs gain knowledge about regulation from? Any thoughts on that? So what's interesting, Torsten, is that regulatory issues often are fractured. And, you know, this was a particular event in the United States. But I'd say in terms of your global audience, I'd say, you know, this is something that could be run in Europe. It can be run in individual countries. It can be run really for entrepreneurs everywhere. And I'd go further than that. And I'd say it needs to be run for entrepreneurs, because if they're actually starting a company without knowledge of everything from business formation to, Tom mentioned cybersecurity, this is a top worry of everybody's these days, to financial fundraising and things like that, this is a topic that every entrepreneur globally needs to pay attention to. And in this particular case, it's in the space business. So while we've done the first one here in the United States, I think it would be useful to try to do this for different countries, for different regions, for entrepreneurs that are getting started in the space business. We do have a global reach, as you mentioned, but we only can inspire global entities or agencies to pick up on that and see how it goes. But you're running the Space Economy Insights podcast together with our fantastic Dr. Amagati. Will those be topics, the regulatory issues, topics of upcoming podcasts? Yes, thanks for asking. In fact, we've been talking about an episode on regulation. So often regulation is thought about as a policing function, things that you can't do. But in fact, there are ways to enable a space industry through regulation. The phrase that I, I like to use, of course, is light touch. It has to be thought through in terms of its intended and unintended consequences. And ideally, any regulation should be based on real technical data and best practices out of the space industry, not just best intentions of folks that are trying to put them together. So talking about a panel in Space Economy Insights on regulation and how it can enable, as you know, some of the newer market segments in the space industry, which is what we're trying to focus the podcast on. I'm looking very much forward to that. So what's on your agenda for the near future? So what can we expect from you? Where can we see you? So we're, we're currently planning the next episode of Space Economy Insights. It's going to be on food and space with a pathway toward medicine and space. And so you should look for that in the near future. I'm on my way to Japan for a couple of weeks to meet with friends and colleagues there, both previously from government, but also friends that I've met since I've left the government. And so that's on the near term horizon for me. 
but we'll look forward to seeing everybody here on Space Economy Insights, obviously. Thank you very much, Kevin, for your time and the great insights about the Space Regulatory Bootcamp. Thank you. Thank you. If you have further questions, reach out to us at radio at spacewatch.global. If you like these or other episodes of Space Cafe Radio, leave us a rating on your preferred podcast platform. It is the currency of today. And if you want to stay on the pulse of the space industry, please visit our website at www.spacewatch.global and subscribe to our newsletters. And of course, don't forget to become a Space Watcher. I'm Torsten Kreening, publisher at spacewatch.global, your independent perspective on space. Music